of like the guy sitting with his phone showing the girl the Tinder things and the girl is like pointing which way to swipe. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> oh, 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 hey guys. Uh, you know what? We're gonna start that over real quick. Okay. Oh, you were recording the whole time? I forgot I clicked record, so I got you talking about I was making monkey noises. Okay. <laughs> I think that should stay. <laughs> no, just like er, every time, like, at least someone says the F word, just replace it also going. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Austin and Elijah Summer Podcast. I'm back with. Well, Austin's back. I am back after. I was not feeling too well last time we recorded, so took a step back, but I'm here today. Yup. So yeah, Austin's back, and today we have a very special guest. We have our good friend, Mr. Carl Elmore. Hello. He's a movie, movie critic. Yes, movie. Awesome. What are you looking I don't know. I'm just staring off. <laughs> movie critic. You, you can follow him on Instagram at Carl's, Carl's, movie, Carl's movie, movie Reviews. So, uh, yeah. If you have yeah. him on Snapchat, I think... Yeah, is he, he, aren't you do, aren't you doing your Snapchat reviews again? Yeah, soon? but I'm I well I've just kind of been copying and pasting my Instagram things over because like my Instagram ones are like the perfect length. Uh-huh. I don't want to like just re like put the same thing again, just worded differently. So I just copy and paste it. Okay. Because I only have like I have a lot of people on my Snapchat and I have like what 150 on Instagram. So not everybody sees the ones on Instagram. Yeah. Except for like you guys and Caden who just like oh he just copy and pasted it. <laughs> So, but it's just easier okay. to do it that way. Cool. So welcome to the show. So what all goes into making a movie review? Well, a movie. first I for first I had to watch the movie. Really? <laughs> really? I, that surprises me. I, I thought that like you just come up with your opinion step. without yeah. without watching the movie. Just nope. guess off the title. <laughs> oh, you so you don't read the Wikipedia page first? No, I might see what kind. Of, I might see the scores it got, but I don't read any reviews. I say like, oh, it's got like a. 60-something Rotten Tomatoes, 40-something Metacritic, so mi- pretty mixed reception, but I'll see how I feel. I usually always go in with a positive mindset, like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this. Except for Lion King. Did not go in there with that positive mindset. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I usually go in with a positive mindset, even after... I don't read the reviews, I don't read reviews before, but I'll look at the scores just to see what the general consensus is. And then, I, after I watch it, I say, okay, what did I like? What did I not like? And I say, okay... This is what I didn't like, and how much does that outweigh all the good stuff? Like, if it's, like, if all the performances are good, but the script is really bad, the script is more is probably a bigger issue, and so it will lower the score a lot more. So, yeah. But then I usually I, I come up with a, the best way after that to phrase all that, and make it flow together relatively well, and then I post it. So, what are some of your all-time favorite movies, would you say? Like, if you had to name, like, your top three movies, what would you say? Um, it's Such a Beautiful Day, Pulp Fiction, and Her. And, in your opinion, according to your movie reviews, would you say that they're, like, some of the best movies of all time, or are they just, like, your favorite because uh, you enjoy them? Her and It's Such a Beautiful Day are because I enjoy them so much and they're kind of personal, but Pulp Fiction is probably objectively one of the greatest films of all time. Okay. And, that, and like, there, there are some films like The Godfather and Godfather Part 2 and 2001 Space Odyssey that are... Star Wars. Uh, that are quoted as one of the best... <laughs> Carl does not agree with you. Carl does not like... No, I, lo- I love Star Wars, but it's definitely not one of the... It's a groundbreaking film, but not one of the greatest films. But You're telling me that The Phantom Menace is not one of the greatest no, films of all time? No, it is not one of the greatest films. But <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, that was a joke. I don't actually believe that. But um. Please let that be on the record. <laughs> but then, yeah, so 
like films like Godfather and Godfather Part Two and 2001 Space Odyssey, which are generally seen as some of the greatest films of all time. They're not my top tier favorites. Like her and It's Such a Beautiful Day have more of a personal connection because of how emotional they are and at the time I watched them. And Pulp Fiction is just awesome. <laughs> it's just awesome. I can't get over how awesome that movie, how awesome and fun that movie is. So yeah, those are that's that's uh, there's definitely my top three, but there are other films like. The Shining and The Lighthouse, which are very close to being top tier. What's that? The Lighthouse? That movie is not top tier. You just don't have the right mindset. (laughs) (laughs) You just didn't get it. (laughs) That movie was off. So <laughs> might might take me a few more watches to figure out. Yeah, it's 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 a lot to take in at first, but with if like if you I've because Caden showed me a bunch of like trippy stuff before that, so. I was more like, okay, I can kind of get what they're trying to say here. So out of curiosity, what are your, what would you say your top three favorite movies are, Elijah? Mine? Oh, that's tough. Um, Do the Right Thing. That's a really good one. Um, Is Pulp Fiction one of them too? No, it's not not top. Yeah, Sorry. I would not, not. Yeah, I would not. It's a, top, I mean, I like it. It was fun either. watching it, but I wouldn't put it up my top three. Awesome, let's go to you, and I'll keep thinking about it. Uh, I would ha- probably have to go with uh, Empire Strikes Back, of course. I love Star Wars. Um, maybe Goodwill Hunting. I love Goodwill that Hunting. Good that was a fantastic movie. And mm, maybe I'd say like uh, I think you have like the I first might... Indiana Jones movie on there. Oh, That's no, the third one, Last Crusade. I, well, I love both. I love Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade. Well, but Temple of Doom. I think Temple of Doom was really Temple underrated. Temple of Doom, even though it's I think annoying. It's, it's not. <laughs> I think it's like I. I find it really boring. When I was younger, like my dad made it out to be like this, like extremely awful, obscene movie that like no one should ever watch. <laughs> really? But it really was not that bad it's when not, I finally watched it for the first time. I mean, for time. the '80s, it, it was like. Yeah. Like the whole reason the PG-13 exists is because Temple of Doom. But it's just like. The um, heart out of a. <laughs> I mean, to yeah. be fair, there are some like. For, you know, a nine-year-old kid, you probably shouldn't be watching this movie. <laughs> but, but like, but you know, once you're, I don't know, like 14, 15, yeah, it really it I, does I, not. It's not that bad. Yeah, the, yeah. Thing, the thing for me is because I grew up playing the video game, the Lego, oh, Lego Indiana Jones the Lego video game. game. Uh-huh. But I played those before I watched the movies. I wasn't old enough to watch the movies <laughs> yet. So the whole time I'm just laughing at like, like, because I know where one of the in Temple of Doom, one of the one of like Willie's abilities. If you scream. hold if you hold circle on the, on PlayStation, she just scream and just like hold her head and run around and scream. I hate and in so the much. whole movie, that's pretty much all she does. It is like scream and complain and she's like, oh, Indiana Jones, I don't want to. Oh, it's the baddest. So yeah. annoying. I hate Willie so much. <laughs> most, most people say like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is the worst. I'm like, I I don't mind. Like the alien stuff that much, like yeah, it's kind of stupid, but it's like a fun yeah. kind of stupid. Yeah. Like the like the fr- like to go with a more communist route is probably the most logical way to go because, yeah. I mean, Harrison gotta, Ford's yeah. getting older, and I'm assuming with the new one too, they'll have Russians as villains again because yeah. I mean, time. it makes makes more sense. The Nazis can it. only be around for so long. <laughs> yeah, I just find it funny how he um 
he survived an atomic bomb that was hiding so, in a refrigerator. So, it's so dumb, but yeah. I find it so... When I found out that was that, in the movie, I just made a vow to never watch the movie. Oh my gosh. It, There's definitely some that like, good stuff me. in it, but it's just like... I remember watching it for the first time. I'm just screaming, what? <laughs> it was, he just hops out. It, it was. It, it was. It seemed so, like like he's like like had like kind of all the radiation and everything. I'm like, dude, how are your ribs not? Crushed? I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm like a 1950s a 1950s refrigerator is not. A, it's probably it was a fake town, so it's probably plastic too. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's enough of Indiana Jones. Too. Yeah. It's it, it, it's uh I think there's definitely some good stuff in there. It's definitely entertaining to say the least. But it's. It's not. I don't think it's worse than Temple of Doom. I just think Temple of Doom is very boring. I mean, it has Shia LaBeouf in it, so yeah, it, it has to be somewhat entertaining, Sh- at least. I hate Shia LaBeouf. How do you hate Shia LaBeouf? In Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Shia I hate LaBeouf. him. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah, terrible yeah. in Kingdom He's just like, uh, His performance in Transformers? 10 out of 10. Top tier. I've only seen top one Transformers movie. The, and, the, and I saw that was it. Like, I've seen like three. the I, first one. Like I like as a as a kid, I legitimately enjoyed. I haven't watched it in a long time, but yeah. like. I don't know. Shia LaBeouf in that movie. He was good. I've only seen the one with Mark Wahlberg and the anim- and the animatronic dinosaurs, and I hated it. That is it. not the one that I've seen. I hated that one. But, uh, have you, so, last year there was a movie with Shia LaBeouf called The Peanut Butter Falcon. I heard about that. Did you, so you haven't seen it? I did not it? watch that, but I heard about that one. I watched it, uh, I think towards the beginning of quarantine, maybe. It may, it may have been around Christmas, actually, but... Either way, like it was a fantastic movie. It was actually really good. I don't know. It's it's probably not as much up your alley. Well, I mean, I, I'm willing to explore almost anything that people want me to watch. But I, I like I I'll, I like to if I if it comes around to it, I will. But I know I ha- I've heard about that. and I've definitely put it on the watch list. But I, I just, thought it was really. Good. I just never got around to watching it because I didn't put it anywhere in theaters close to here because I don't want to drive an hour away. Yeah. Sucks. NCG do better movies. No, because and my what's in, in theaters right now? Because they, like Sonic. <laughs> they have Sonic, Jaws, the Jaws. first Harry Potter movie, Minions, and Aquaman. Minions? I might have to go see Minions. <laughs> How much are tickets? Are they still like? They're probably like they're still probably still, still the same price, but. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I I would legitimately go watch Minions in theaters if the, if they Again. reduce the tickets. But like my issue with NCG theaters is that for some reason they just refuse to play any A24 movies and that and A24 but they advertise they advertise like the Lighthouse and Jojo Rabbit when I le- with last time I went there before Lighthouse and Jojo Rabbit had come out they advertised them they had posters there but they just never put them in there they just never showed them like That's why weird. would you advertise it but not play them it, I don't know NCG just refuses to play any A24 movies for some reason and it's annoying because then i have to drive 30 minutes to noonan or an hour to atlanta to go see an a24 movie yeah a24 movies are the best I, yeah what's the other theater company it's like it starts with an a it's a something 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 amc 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 didn't i heard that they cut their ties with universal yeah that's that, that's so they're not even showing any universal that's been, films there that anymore. is gonna that's, hurt them <laughs> Yeah, that's... That might be one of the dumbest business decisions I've ever heard, well, but I thought because, that was pretty shocking. It's because shocking. of what happened with when they released Trolls on... They, when they released Trolls onto streaming platforms, because it, it made a lot... For streaming lot platforms, it made right. like over $200 million, uh-huh. and that's a lot of money for streaming services. And so they're... And then Universal was considering putting some of their other movies direct to streaming, and AMC's like, no, don't do that. Yeah. And then they said, okay, fine, we just won't play any of your movies. And I think that's super dumb. But yeah, that was probably the dumbest decision. Yeah. That I mean, they they'll made. play they'll play Universal movies and NCG. So, it's if they if they play something, 
at NCG, then I'll go see it. But if they're not going to play A24, then I have to go elsewhere, which is dumb. I still, but I, it was fun going up to Atlanta to see both like Parasite and The Lighthouse in a back-to-back thing. That was fun. So uh, feature. Okay, so my movie. So do the right thing. All the President's Men is a great movie that nobody has ever watched. Well, people have watched <laughs> it, but it was it's it's about Nixon and the it's about the two journalists that uh, exposed the Watergate scandal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Such a good movie. Um, and then for my third, I'll just I'll say. Great Gatsby. I'm just kidding. I hate The Great Gatsby. I hate The Great Gatsby. Leonardo but... DiCaprio is the only thing keeping that movie, like, somewhat of. Because <laughs> he's, he's the perfect choice for someone like Gatsby. Yeah, uh-huh. it's just, just a bad It's a movie. terrible movie. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But, um, my third, I'll just go. You know, I'll say Alien. I really like Alien. Alien? Alien's That's really a good. Choice. I love Alien. Alien's a really like, good. Have you seen Alien? I've never seen Alien before. It's good. You should, you should watch it. Alright, it's so a classic, now, so. We're going to go into your Instagram and we're going to choose some random movies that you've given either good or bad ranks to and you'll have to explain why. Alright, so the first one, there you go. Great Gatsby. Give it a 4 out of 10. I <laughs> I can go on and on about this movie, but I'll let you <laughs> I think Leonardo DiCaprio was the perfect choice for Gatsby. I think it's a brilliant choice. I enjoy some of the production design, the costumes. I think they all look cool and, and unique. And I I think Tobey Maguire does a decent job, but I think that its music choices are terrible. I hate Baz Luhrmann editing style. It's so obnoxious, flashy, and all over the place that you can't tell what's going on. And it was, it's two and a half hours long. You can't, like, I I can read the book. I could probably read the book in two and a half hours, but I don't think the movie needs to be two and a half hours long. It was such a, like, it was like a chore to sit through most of it, so... All right, you know what? Let me just say a few things about this. Movie. <laughs> it's it's not. I bad. hated this movie. <laughs> so I so we we read it when we were on online we had the online learning. online school. Yeah, and so it wasn't amazing, the but book, it was like a pretty decent book. Yeah, and so book. it was in between the time that I read the book and we had like a te- like a text for extra credit, and I was gonna take that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, I'll look up the movie and watch it. Worst. Two and a half <laughs> hours of my life. It's just such a chore it's to such sit a, through. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's I like I like movies that are based on books and that we've read, so it's like oh that's that. But just with this, I was just like, this is so like it's the music tra- like there Kanye West there's and one, yeah, Jay Z yeah, in a movie one set scene, in the 1920s. There's one scene when they're driving into New York. I think it's when they first drive to New York yeah. and they're in the car. And Alicia Keys' New York comes on. New York, like, New York comes on. And I'm like... This doesn't work. It <laughs> doesn't, doesn't work. Like, I, I'm le- it's the Roaring Twenties, you know? Dude, I could name songs that came out in the 20s for you. Like, I'm le- I can be a little bit lenient, but when you have that big of a time jump... Exactly. Like, like with, with Jojo Rabbit, yeah. they played the Beatles version of I Want to Hold Your Hand at the beginning of the movie, even though it takes place in the 40s. I can kind of get by that because, yeah. I mean, it kind of works with what the film's going for, but... That does yeah. not work. There's a there's a, mo- a movie called Idlewild that uh, it's an outcast movie, and I think it's the only movie. But it's based in the 20s in the speakeasy. But they did a good job in mixing in their music and creating like their own songs to go with it, and mixing in, like the jazz and everything and the uh-huh. culture with some hip hop, and that's great. Great soundtrack. Listen, you watch Idlewild, great movie. Um, but yeah, it's just. But with that, I'm just like, this doesn't go. This doesn't go well. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
But yeah, that's uh, that's all I gotta say about that dumb got movie. You know, <laughs> if you uh if you take a movie like the like what they did with Romeo and Juliet, I know you hate the nineties version of Romeo and no, Juliet. No, I, I don't I don't hate it. I just don't really like Boz Lerman. He's the director of both Greg Gatsby and Romeo and Juliet, and I just don't like how he film how he edits his movies and how he films them. But it's so obnoxious. If like if they had kind of pulled a Romeo and Juliet and just like moved the Great Gatsby and like kind of retold it in the modern era, that would have that worked. probably would have worked. It would have it would have fit better, but they didn't. But I like I said I I'm gonna I'm still gonna check out his movie Moulin Rouge because I like you and McGregor, and of course because of Obi Wan. <laughs> Hello there. I'm trying to think what <laughs> he's in this. So I I know he's in this movie called Ghost Rider, which is I just. I changed out some of my Summer 100 list to include Ghost, the, the Ghost Rider on there. It's got Pierce Brosnan and Ewan McGregor, who I think are two actors that aren't they aren't in the best movies, but they're always like have a great screen presence on there. Uh-huh. Like you can say whatever you want about the prequels, but you can't deny that Ewan McGregor is definitely a good choice for it. And even though I I don't really like Pierce Brosnan's uh, three mo- three Bond movies after Goldeneye, I still think he's the best part about him because I like Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. So. And that's and I it's with was it Eurovision too the movie I just saw, he's like his like ten seconds of screen time in there was probably the most enjoyment I got out of the movie. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> but I I can't like him trying to do an Icelandic accent it's is so funny to yeah. me. Because he already has like the the, the Brazilian voice and everything. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's a very distinct voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, having. It's like Darth Vader doing like a yeah he's got he's kind of like he's kind of like, like, like <laughs> he's just like he's kind of like he's not like, I mean he's not like I would actually be interested to hear that that would be awesome <laughs> no I think he's not like Anthony Hopkins and James Earl Jones but he kind of has that distinct voice like that's who that is like if you're James Earl Jones you know that's James Earl Jones right. and like same with Pierce Brosnan you hear that that voice and you know that's Pierce Brosnan what was that book that we read in I think I want to say sixth sixth grade where the movie had James Earl Jones in it, and it was like these two guys on a raft. They ended up on an island. That's a very. <laughs> I don't remember. I. It, you might have watched it, but I don't remember watching. I that. can't remember if it was if it was. Two guys on a sixth raft. Sixth grade or eighth grade, mm-hmm. but it had James Earl Jones in it. it I think I think it came out in the seventies. Do a quick search. They. Uh, they were on a raft. They ended up on an island together. I'm not. I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I have. Let me neither. look through some of his movies. Maybe I can recognize one. Um, yeah, I'm looking through. Um. It was a Castaway type movie. That's a good movie. I love Castaway. It's a great movie. I'm not seeing anything that sounds or looks like yeah, that. I, it, I think it came out before Star Wars. So let me go. Seventy. I know his first film role was. Then Doctor Strange Love. And yeah, Doctor Strange Love. I'm just gonna. Can you scroll down to the bottom of the movies actually, that he's in? Let, actually, hold on. Let me go sort by earliest first. Um, so, all films as actor. Is it? The same no. lot. <laughs> I, I, um, let's see. So before, if it's before Star Wars, it's like got to be here somewhere. I'm not sure. Man. Wait, the, is it this? The, the K. Yes, the K. That's what it was. I don't remember watching the movie, but I remember we read it. The K. I remember the book now. Yeah. But I don't remember watching the movie. I I think we watched it 
in my class. We had the same English class, but I don't remember watching the movie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we had the same English I, class. I, 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 I specifically remember watching the movie, though, because it was James Earl Jones. I, I'm, I, I probably just forgot that it existed, to be honest. I probably just forgot, so... But, yeah. That was an odd tangent. That was a, okay. So now back to some. Okay, you know what? We said we weren't gonna talk about it, Aww. but let's do it. <laughs> three, three sixty-five days. Three hundred sixty-five days. days. You gave it a one out of ten it was, in the most prob- PG thirteen way possible. How would you explain Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just Stockholm syndrome. Except it tries. I interpret it as it tries to morally justify Stockholm syndrome. And I thought, How can you wow. morally justify exactly. Stockholm You can't. You can't. That's what I'm trying to say. You can't, can't morally justify it. But, like, I thought it was the most painful, boring movie I've seen. <laughs> Shut up. It was the most boring movie I've seen this entire year, and I think it's the worst thing I've seen this entire year. <laughs> but, like, throughout, it's, like, two hours long. I'm like, this does not need to be two hours long. And I'm not going to read my letterbox review, but my letterbox review sums up sums it up perfectly but it's not it's like oh, it's not PG-13 <laughs> but it's it's a very boring movie except for like a handful of spots but even then it's just why because it, it's like oh yeah if you kidnap someone you try and force them to fall in love with you they'll eventually marry you and like why would you like tell people this <laughs> what's the point you're gonna like you're trying to make Yeah, if you psychologically abuse someone, <laughs> I was ta- maybe things will work out. I was talking to one of my friends about because she she saw it too, and she was telling me that it was a terrible movie also. And I and like she didn't really get where I said the uh, that's like they're trying to morally represent Stockholm syndrome. So I said, well maybe I'm just like reading too much into a movie about hot people doing hot things. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, okay, yeah, you so know, we're gonna, Carl, you might be, you might so, be. So uh, this is where the time loop is. We're gonna cut this off real quick and then come back for part two in a second.